When you woke up this morning, you probably, in your wildest dreams, didn't imagine that you would be hit with a Jeff Dollar brilliant idea right at the start of oh, the podcast. weird. Jeff Dollar has a brilliant idea. What is your brilliant idea this time? Do you remember last week when our internet was out for like three days? Mm-hmm. There was a car wreck at the end of our street and the car- It demolished the box. Yeah, like the these- Switch bot. I don't even know what they're called, but they were just, they were completely clobbered. The destroyed. stuff that holds the internets. Yes. The key to the internets. The internet locker. Yeah. Was destroyed in this car wreck. And we had gone a couple days with that, without internet. And every time you would check the, the online thing about the outage, every time you would log in, it would be six hours later than it was the day before. Mm-hmm. So on Wednesday or Thursday, I don't remember which day it was that I woke up, but I do know that when I went to bed the night before, the internet was due to be repaired at like 6 p.m. on Friday evening. Mm -hmm. I woke up and the internet was back, which led me to my brilliant idea. Okay. I think utility companies should always do repairs in the middle of the night. Because it, when you wake up and realize that your utility is back, it puts you in a great mood for so the rest like of the day. So it's like a surprise and delight thing. Yes. I, I totally agree. Yes. I mean, I had no I, no expectation of being- However- a, Yeah. However- Yeah. If you're an overnight shifter, it starts your day with frustration. Why is that? Because oh. if I had woken up and checked the internet, it would have put me in a bad mood because it wasn't up yet. But by the time you got up, it was fixed. So, I mean, do it at like midnight. Do it like maybe when the majority, the majority. Just have like, I see in my head, there's like somebody holding like one cable in one hand and one yes. cable in the other and midnight strikes and you're like, yes, like the internet comes back on. Like that scene at a Christmas vacation when they finally get all the, when. Yeah, like that. Yeah. When Clark Griswold finally gets the house to light up, mm-hmm. that's what it should be. But no matter what it is. So a water main break, internet, what else? Like natural gas thing. Mm-hmm. Any, a road closure. What if there's been a road that's been closed around your house for five days and it, it's a, such a pain for you to get to wherever you go and then all of a sudden you wake up and nobody's told you and it's just open. Best day ever. It's the best day ever. Brilliant idea, Jeff. The upside means living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful that we were asked to be a part of that podcasting panel that we recorded yesterday um, for people who still work in radio. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for DoorDash. Now, the podcasting panel that we did, I think, how do you think we did? I think we did really well. I think we did well. I felt like it was really short. Yeah, it was, I was shocked. panels are usually like at least an hour plus questions, right? I was shocked at the beginning when, when they said, all right, you've got 35 minutes. Yeah. I was like, huh. 
it's going to be tough to get to that. And then I would, if I'm being honest, I was bummed that we didn't get more specific questions about how to help radio people get from radio to podcasting. Cause mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy helping people in that area. Well, I will say on the upside, yeah. uh, this kind of opens your door for people to ask more questions. And since you want to coach more people coming from radio, yeah, that might be your segue into making money off of it instead of giving all of your ideas away for free. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you can't charge. I'm just trying to be upsidey here. You can't like, tr- charge people who work in radio. They're already broke. Mm. Well, a- you, whatever. Um, but I think we, bo- I think we both did really well and there will be when they, when they air it or whatever, like the, the conference, mm-hmm. the virtual conference doesn't happen for a couple of weeks, but there will be a live Q and a following our panel. So we'll get more direct questions then. Yeah. Um, I will say that of course, I mean, what time was I down here? It started at noon, mm-hmm. 9.30 in the morning. I was down here. I set up the ring light. I checked all the now, internet. No, I got to say, we have done, I know everybody has been taking Zoom calls and everybody's probably Zoom experts at this point. Jeff and I avoid Zoom like at all costs. Unless we have to do a Zoom, like we're not into it. So us setting up the thing and looking cute and like having the perfect background, we haven't nailed that yet. The guy, the other guy we were on the panel with, you can tell he does it all the time. Yes. You can tell that he literally just turned on his computer and pressed launch and that's it. Like he probably did not spend more than five minutes getting ready because he looks like someone that does this all the time. And he said at one point, like right at the very beginning before we started recording uh he said you know what i gotta let me adjust the lighting a little bit i'll be right back and he left and he came back with like a mini ring light that he set up to the side that of course made everything look better us Callie, and i were down here three hours before it begins (laughs) rearranging the studio Callie styled the corner that would be behind us with like some books is there a plant over there i think um what else is that? Our Over podcast at, awards. Our podcast awards. Our nominee awards. awards. Yeah. So we get it all set. I check the connection. I check the audio because I'm not going to be doing a panel for radio people about podcasting and have audio issues. Not me. Uh-uh. Just check all the Everything is flawless. But from, from like 930 to 1030. Then we come downstairs 20 minutes before it begins. Nothing works. Had to restart the computer. Couldn't get our headphones to work. The sun had moved, so we had to find things to block. And by we, he means Jeff, because Jeff does, like, all of our audio and all that kind of stuff. So he was pretty much sweating. And we also realized that Jeff's face was, like, super red. I don't know if it was, like, the lighting or whatever, but I looked super pale, and he looked like Santa Claus on a panel, honestly, because he was so rosy. So I ran upstairs. I got makeup. I did his, like, you know, not did his makeup, but I powdered him down. Then he looked like a mannequin, so then we had to, like, you know. We were just a little chaotic. Callie, this is is when I realized that my face was red – I said, is my face, because when you look at yourself in a camera or whatever, I think everybody's insecure, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I look at myself and I go, am I bizarrely bright red? Is this really red? And Callie says, yeah, you're a little flush. And I'm like, 
huh, is there anything we could do about that? So she, she tr- tinkers with the ring light. Like we open a blind, we close a blind, we can't get it. And then I say to her, do you think like, is there something she, I think you suggested powder or something. Mm-hmm. And I go, do you think, I mean, is it that bad? And I knew it was that bad when you didn't answer me. Yeah. Like you, it's kind of bad, but we only have two minutes. Yeah. I, you said, do you want me to go get your powder? And I said, we, you know, we only have three minutes. Is it, is it that bad that you should run and get powder? And she just got up and left the room and got the powder. So I think at the end of it, I looked okay, right? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So, uh, all right. I also want to say, while we're talking about some podcast-related stuff, I also want to say a quick thank you to everybody who's kept us as part of your routine. So many schools in North Georgia, so many of the public schools are on spring break this week that – I was concerned that our numbers would take a big drop. And this is a very important week for us. And they've dropped, but not nearly as much as I was worried about. So thank you to everybody who took us with them on spring break, who's listening every day, who's uh checking out old, maybe old episodes of the show or getting caught up on old episodes, whatever you're doing, it's working. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for, for that. Um, and then the last thing is how many times do you think you got tagged yesterday? So many, like a hundred. I have no idea. Cause it, the way Instagram is set up, it just keeps like, ding, it's just hard to ding, tell. Yeah. Ding. Um, a woman who has a podcast named Amy Purdy. Uh, she was on Dancing with the Stars not too long ago. She wrote a book. Um, Oprah has featured her a bunch of times. She lost both of her feet due to an infection when she was 19. So she's super encouraging and super motivational. And she's looking for somebody to fill in, co- not co-host, what's it called? substitute host Mm -hmm. her podcast on Monday and scores of you are tagging us in her request to find someone because we are encouraging and motivating. And we're certainly not on that level, but the fact that you're thinking of us in the same category and tagging us, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Super cool. So if you want to check out her, uh, Instagram, it's Amy Purdy Girl, P-U-R-D-Y-G-U-R-L is how she spells it, Amy Purdy Girl. And if you could tag us or whatever, that would be such a huge honor. Yeah. Are you ner- Would you be nervous about that or? No. No, okay. we do it every day. Oh, we okay. got it. All right. Okay, moving along from podcast-related stuff. I am officially a work-from-home dad. Yes, you are. Callie is back at work uh, full time. So I'm home with the smoosh every morning until Callie gets home from work. And then I'm also running all things uh, Callie and Jeff related. So I'm a work from home dad. This has been so, this has resonated so significantly with so many people because there are a lot of us. There are a lot of work from home dads. Mm And more more than one person has said, asked me if I would be willing to do like a podcast about the work from home dad 
journey because it's like an underserved community. So I started thinking about that and I was kind of making notes about if I did do something like that, like what would the topics be, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And you know what I realized? I never asked you. What? Does it weird you out that I'm a work from home dad? No, not at all. Why would it? I don't know because stereotypically the guy is the provider, right? And the mom stays home with the baby. But I think you are providing. I know, but you would have to, like, let's say when your office opens back up to, you know, full population or whatever it's called. And there's maybe you have some new coworkers that you, you didn't meet because of maternity leave mm -hmm. and pandemic. Would you hesitate at all to say, yes, my husband stays home with our baby? No, not even for like two seconds. Absolutely not. I don't think it's weird at all. I think that, um, you know, it's not people. Have, well, okay. So two things about this. One is that people don't generally start a conversation by saying that they say, you know, if someone said, Oh, what does your husband do? Oh, he runs our business. What's your business? Then you tell. Right. Um, then you say, Oh, do you guys send your kid to daycare? No, my husband stays home with her in the morning and I'm home by noon. So, you know, we, well, okay, we're let's, both with her the rest of the day. So yeah. Let's no. say, let's say something shifted with your job and your job went from 4 a.m. to noon to, to like more to nine to five mm -hmm. to a more traditional work day. Would that weird you out at all? No. Hmm. Yeah, so it's supposed to be weird. Well, a lot of people, I'm just saying the feedback that I've gotten is because I wrote, when people said, oh, you should talk about being a work from home dad on, you, you know. But do were they saying work from home dad or were they saying stay at home dad? No. I think those are. They were saying. Not that I would feel differently because I wouldn't, but I feel like people would get more stuck on a stay at home dad than a work from home dad, um, which I don't, but you know what I mean? I guess. I and think I, people, when they're talking to you, like that's why I wanted to make the difference. Cause are they saying, you know, is it the work from home part or is it the, I'm a dad and I'm totally capable of taking care of my own child. That I'm, I'm not thing, sure. You know? I just, I just, as people were saying, you know, suggesting the podcast today and I wrote back it came up more than once that like, how do you more than one person said, how do you deal with judgment from other people that you're staying home while your wife goes to work? And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And kind of wrote it down and then thought I never reversed that. Well, it's also funny because we haven't run into anybody random at all because we're still not out very much. So maybe that's why I didn't think of it just because there would yeah. be no opportunity for that to happen. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I have no, I love it. I love it. I think it's very adorable and you're a very cute girl, dad. I have talked about this, I've dabbled in this a little bit before, but we talked months ago, maybe like two months ago about the difference between being too nice. Like there's such thing as too nice and how at some point it gets weird. And 
Have you ever been in like a store or a, I know for a while, like we were going to a grocery store that would take your cart from you and unload all your stuff. And it made us so uncomfortable because we're like, I, this is weird. Like, I don't know why it's weird because it's very nice, but it makes me feel. It was just odd to pull up to the lane and have the person come and start unloading your basket. It was just strange. Now, Jeff and I have been fully vaccinated and I went to my first store and, you know, it really, I I don't plan on doing it again because it was so, I thought it was going to be this big, exciting thing. No one was there. There was not a lot of stuff in the stores. I'm just might be done with mall shopping. Anyway, that's a different conversation for a different day. So I go into the store against my better judgment. And the reason I don't like going into this store, this has been like years, is because I think they're a little overbearing for me. Like the, the I would sale, like the salespeople. Yeah. And I would like to walk in a store, especially clothing stores, because I feel like clothing yes. is so personal yep. and have people shoving things in my face that they think I would like yep. if I didn't ask for it. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. So generally I don't go to the store, but I got to say they have really cute clothes and, you know, I am still in the postpartum body weird thing. So I was like, maybe this will make me feel good. Right. Go into the store and the woman who I'm sure has been trained to do exactly what she did. You know, they stuff things that they want to pull for you in the dressing room. And I had said to her, oh, no, I'm not trying on any pants or anything like that because I just had a baby. This might be a man woman thing. What do they do? She this at this particular store, they always add things to your dressing room that quote unquote, they think you would like or think that you would look good. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. So so it's, it's without like, you asking, like, it's different. Like I know at Nordstrom and stuff like that, they have personal shoppers. Like you can ask someone to pull things for you or really any store. And it's a nice thing. Like I've, I've done it before when I don't know how to dress for something and then it's great, but, but this is unsolicited, unsolicited. This I'm, is you walk into the changing room and there's you, you brought six other things there. And she's like, so do you like these jeans? Do you like? And so I'm already uncomfortable and I don't usually try on clothes anyways. I don't even know what I was thinking, trying on clothes, but you know, I was just, I don't know. I was out. Let's live large. Right. It was your first time out of the house in a year. You just <laughs> wanted to have all the experiences. Right. So, um, she asked me if I'm looking for pants or whatever. I'm like, no, I just had a baby. So I'm, I'm, I'm really not looking for stuff like that. I'm just, you know, braving it to try on a few things. And I walk in the dressing room and not only did she not listen to me, she obviously did not hear my insecurity about, I don't want to try on pants and it picks stuff that I said no to. Right. Fast forward a week. That was like, what, two weeks ago. I get this in the mail yesterday and it says Caroline. Cause I guess my name is, is in there. Thank you so much for shopping with us. You found a great pullover that will be perfect for the transition into spring and those cooler spring days. Be sure to come see us again very soon. We have already gotten so many great pieces in. It will be a great selection. We hope to see you again soon with heart. And then it says the girl's name. Is that weird? The card? How did she get your information? I don't know. I assume because I've ordered off of their website before. I'm more weirded But out. I didn't like, it would be different if I, you know, went to Nordstrom. This was not Nordstrom. But if I went to a store and said, hey, 
I need your help trying on some stuff. And, and she had said, Oh, well I'll have it shipped to your house. What's your address? You know what I mean? And I had that thing, but I didn't walk into the store thinking, wow, I want this person in my mailbox. I don't really stay out of my mailbox, please. I don't really have a problem with the, with the thank you note. I actually think it's kind of cool. It's Mm. I do because I think it's part of their shtick. You know what I mean? Like if it's we, not, it's not authentic. It's not, it's an not authentic. authentic. Like she wasn't even listening to me when I said, I don't want to try uh, on pants right yeah. now. And she's like, oh, cool. I don't even, I'm not even listening to the words coming out of your mouth. Here's some things that I think would look great on you. You know what I mean? It, it's like all part of a script. And that to me is kind of like, you know, cause I have fancy friends with personal shoppers and then they get notes from their people or they get phone calls saying, Hey, we got this in or whatever, but they have that relationship. So this is almost like a form letter that you just, it's, yeah, handwritten. Mm. To, okay. It's a little too much for me and I appreciate it. And you know, I love a good handwritten note. It And I don't think this person was being inappropriate. I think it's part of the corporate structure of the company and that's what they do. It totally weirds me out. Can I ask? Uh, all right. It feels a little culty. That's what it feels like. Okay. I don't, I will go on record as saying, I don't have a problem with the note, especially if it, I, I'm the opposite of it. If there are management makes them do it. So be it. Let them send you a note about the transition sweater that you bought or whatever it is. Here's what weirds me out. If you're not buying pants, which you weren't right. Mm -hmm. And you tell her I'm not buying pants, but she puts pants in the dressing room. And I said, why? I said, I just had a baby and I'm not comfortable trying on pants right now. Okay. So regardless of the baby, that means she had to guess at your size. That to me is the most dangerous game you could play with a person because what if, well, I think, I don't know how this works and maybe someone, if someone like this, you're familiar with this retail experience and you've worked there, she pulled me smaller sizes than I would have worn anyways. So, but if the smaller size doesn't fit, then you feel bad about yourself and you want to buy the option. But if she buys a bigger, if she puts a bigger one in there, then you're going to think that you look bigger. In her That's, defense, I think that I had handed over because she said, can I put these in a room for you? I think she probably just looked. At what? At the sizes of the sweaters That's that a, I had put in the dressing room. I don't know. That to me is the same. That's like asking a woman if she's pregnant and you're in, unless you see that baby crowning, right? Unless her water is actually breaking in front of you, you shouldn't do that. I also think you should never guess a woman's pant size. My personal opinion. I hate, I hate the too nice thing because I like nice people. Why does it weird me out? You know what I mean? It's just a little, it's the same thing with you and somebody taking your grocery cart and unloading it for you. Like, why does it weird us out so much? I used to be a person who didn't talk about therapy, didn't talk about mental health. As a matter of fact, even before that, I was a person who said, I don't understand therapy. If you're thinking a certain way, just stop and think a different way. And then I started going and I realized a few years ago, it changed my life. And now I want everybody to know about it. If you're intimidated about the therapy experience, if you're intimidated about driving to a new doctor's office, walking in, sitting in a waiting room with other people that you don't know, just to go into a tiny room and talk to a stranger, there's an easier way. It's called BetterHelp. BetterHelp lets you get started with therapy from the comfort of your own 
home. BetterHelp is helping millions of people and they're ready to help you. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp the past several months that they're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So if you are ready to take charge of your mental health, go to betterhelp.com slash upside today and get started. It's convenient. It's affordable. It's professional. It's convenient. And most importantly, it's confidential. I want you to start living a happier life today because you're an upside listener. You can have 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health simply by going to betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside today. I have been online shopping like crazy the past year. And the truth is I love it. And I'm probably going to stick with the online shopping because it's so convenient. So now what do I need to start doing? I need to start looking for the deals and scouring the internet for the best possible deals I can find. Well, I don't have to scour because Honey is doing it for me. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. They support over 30 thousand stores online in a wide range of places that you probably like to shop just as much as I do. I found my top three favorite stores on there. And I also found my favorite food delivery service on there that Jeff and I order from all the time. When you're at checkout, the honey button is going to pop up on your screen and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds and honey will search for coupons it can find for that site. And if it finds a working coupon, you are going to see the discount in your shopping cart. I recently went to buy another one of my favorite face masks and I was super excited to see that Honey had a discount, a $6 discount on my favorite face mask and that is a great deal. Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over 2 billion with a B dollars in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's free and it installs in just a few seconds. By getting it, you are getting those savings for you and you're supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash upside. That's joinhoney.com slash upside. If you're like me, you have some like staples, some go-tos. Underwear is one of my go-tos. I just buy, whenever I need new underwear, I just buy the same brand. It's fine. It's not uncomfortable, but it's also not super, it just, it is what it is. It's underwear. Who thinks about it? And then me undies became an ad partner on the upside with Callie and Jeff. They changed that forever because they sent me some of their underwear, some of the most comfortable underwear I've ever put on. It's a breathable, super soft fabric that is so delightful against your skin that I don't know that I'll ever be able to go back to my old stuff. If you want to check out me undies and be blown away like I was, they've got a great deal for upside listeners. They've got 15% off your first order plus free shipping. And here's the deal. If you're not satisfied, if I'm lying to you and it's not the most comfortable underwear you've ever put on, they'll either exchange it or they'll refund it no questions asked. So if you want to check out the most comfortable underwear you've ever worn in some really ridiculous prints, or if you just want to be traditional and go with a classic color, they've got you covered. 
And they've even they've thought of everything. They've even got a membership. So you can get underwear sent to your house every single month. So we welcome me undies to the Upside with Callie and Jeff family. If you want to get your 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to meundies.com slash upside. That's meundies.com slash upside. Today's quote of the day is, we need to accept that we won't always make the right decisions and that will screw up royally sometimes. Understanding that failure is not the opposite of success, it's part of success. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Guess what, Callie? Hmm. We got ourselves a category. Good for you. Good job. The category today, the bathroom. Hmm. Uh, late- I do not like that category. <laughs> Uh, this is, um, from health magazine and I'm just going to read verbatim the little blurb that was in health magazine. Somebody sent it to me and they took a picture of it. Okay. And so I've typed it out verbatim. Ladies, if you have a hard time convincing your guy to put his seat, put the seat down, maybe this will sell him on it. When a toilet is flushed with the lid up, it sprays the room and anybody or anything in it with fecal bacteria. It's called a toilet plume. So you should close the toilet seat before flushing the toilet. Do you close ours? Yeah. Always. Don't I? I don't know. I do. Every time. Yeah, I think so. Or I just go in the shower. Ew. Just kidding. Uh, Number two of my three random things. uh, Don't use... The blower hand dryers in public bathrooms, um, those high-speed hand dryers can actually undo the benefits of properly washing your hands. Those dryers can suck in the same bacteria that I referenced in the first story and then blow it all over your hands and clothes. All right. Gross. Next. Yep. So skip that. And my third random thing, the average amount of time people spend in the bathroom every day is, guess how many minutes? Mm, 12. 30. One in four people spend more than an hour in the bathroom. And if you are female, you are significantly more likely to be in that 60 minute plus category. Really? I would have thought it was the other way around. I feel like women are much more efficient. I don't think they're actually just talking about the bathroom, like the toilet part of it. I think they're talking about looking at your face. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, I mean, when you get ready for like, oh, is that a zit? Yeah. Is that a zit? Was that there yesterday? Right. Oh, did I scratch my face this morning? And yeah, it's a whole thing. And you've got a whole series. I really of, should clean my bathroom. You have lotion. Oh, wait, am I about, am I almost out of that lotion? I need to order that. Let me order that. Yeah, that, that I believe. And just going to bed at night, like the routine. I have a process. Yeah. There's just a lot of things that go on in a lot of, or in a very specific order. Yes. And so that makes it uh, busier for a woman. So those are my three random bathroom things. That was a weird topic. I don't know. I don't like the bathroom talk. Okay. Well, you know that you're going to, you know that you're going to hear from my dad on that one. <laughs> I will not do a bathroom category again. Okay. Um, I just but, thought people should know before they get um, 
fecal bacteria on their stuff too. <laughs> um, okay. So Ellie has this, we're at the point with Ellie. She is five months old and she is a drool monster. The kid is, as our pediatrician said, juicy. She juicy. And there's just all sorts of drool. Every, and I don't mean a little bit of drool. I mean, she's soaked all the time, pretty much. She really is juicy. And I looked it up. If it's the start of teething, like I thought that a baby would like start teething and then a week or two later their teeth, teething can go on for a month or two. It doesn't necessarily mean like the actual right pain and mm-hmm. all that of the teeth coming in. The symptoms, this drooling and all of this stuff could go on for weeks before we even see the tip of a tooth. So pretty much she is constantly like a little damp and that has produced a quite massive rash and we just don't know what to do about it. Like we lathered Aquaphor on it. We've, you know, tried putting a bib on her. I'm out of ideas. I don't know. We've Googled stuff. We just don't know what to do. And she's fine. It doesn't bother her, but it just looks like it hurts so bad. It's just. She's not scratching at it. It doesn't like if you touch it, it's not painful to her. I've looked it up. It's not, we called the, um, we called our pediatrician's office Mm -hmm. and they said, just keep putting the aquaphor on it, the aquaphor on it. And they said, um, what's that stuff called? Cortisone. The cortisone cream. If it got really bad, try that stuff. But here's the thing. The best remedy is the one that comes from your grandmother, you know? Yeah. So we don't care how silly it is, but if you would give a courtesy parental, Hey, this is genius type advice. Um, give us a heads up that is, give us a call. 800-434-5454. We need to know how to keep our baby dry. Dry or at least rash-free because I don't think dry is an option. Yeah. Everything, I've noticed that there's a lot of moisture around babies. (laughs) I was not expecting that, but there's a lot of, why is this wet when it comes to a baby? Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. I have a really cool episode, a bonus episode coming out today with the Ravel, Amy from the Ravel, and she is my pelvic floor physical therapist. And I gotta just, I will warn you and I will warn you again. This is, I mean, I I took your questions from Instagram. We had Amy answer them. This is a really intimate episode. This isn't probably something that you want your kids to listen to necessarily, but this is more, it's really informational and really good. And we're talking about the stuff that happens to women's bodies as you get older, if you have babies, if you know, whatever. And um, yeah, it's super, super interesting. I would say it is a vital thing to know about um, as a woman. And I'm really, really excited about it. Amy is incredible. You're going to love it, but maybe throw your throw your earphones in for this one. Yeah, so some of our bonus episodes are- Did you listen to it all the way through? I have not. Yeah, you probably. I don't need to. Okay. No, you're good. Yeah. Some some of our bonus episodes are a little more niche than, yes. than our Monday through Friday episodes. And this would fall into this category. So 
if you are wondering what's going on with your body as you're having a baby, after you've had a baby, as you're getting older, this would be for you. And please share it with your friends who are in that same category. Yes, because there is so much that I think um, as women, just for whatever reason, we don't hear or don't know about. And as I've been sending my girlfriends to this physical therapist, this pelvic floor physical therapist, they have said, oh my gosh, why did I not know about this before? Why doesn't my doctor talk to me about this? Why isn't this more widely discussed? So I wanted to bring that to you and you, you're gonna love it. It's so great. And it comes out this afternoon. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Julie calling from Roanoke, Alabama. And I was just listening to today's episode um, when you mentioned that Sean Johnson had started following you on Instagram. And I guarantee you it's because her and her husband, Andrew, have a podcast and they're trying to figure out how to get to number one. Only learn things from the best. Hope y'all have a great day. Love the show. Love you guys. Thrive Market simplifies healthy eating. It's an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Now, I don't know about you, but going into grocery stores that have a lot of healthy food is really intimidating because I honestly don't know a whole lot about it. And so I kind of tend to stray from that. Well, the reason I love Thrive Market is because they want to make healthy eating easy and affordable for everyone. And when they say easy, in my opinion, that starts on their website and I automatically go to the snack category to see what new healthy snacks might be available there for me to try because I love trying new things. You can also shop by diet and value. So they have over 70 diets that you can choose from. So if you're keto or paleo or gluten-free or vegan, or you want something fair trade certified or whatever the case might be, you can narrow down your website choices by those diets and values. So it's really easy to navigate. Thrive Market has a great give back program that I love to talk about. When you join, you give back. Through Thrive Gives, their one-for-one membership matching program, every paid membership sponsors a free membership for a low-income family. Join Thrive Market today to get 25% off your first order and an exclusive free gift. The only way to get this offer is by going to thrivemarket.com upside. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T.com upside to get the exclusive offer of 25% off your first order and a free gift. You can't get this offer anywhere else. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Adriana. Y'all wished Addison a happy birthday on Friday. Her birthday was on Sunday. And I just wanted to let you know that her jaw dropped and her eyes got really big. And she was so super happy that she heard her name on the podcast and told everybody over the weekend that she was kind of like podcast famous. It was really, really cute. So I just wanted to call and say thank you so much for doing that because it really made her day. She really, she listened to it like five times. So anyway, I just wanted to say thank you for doing that for her. Love you guys. And I'll be listening over the spring break. Bye. Good morning. Jeff, you're talking about your friend and um, how you feel like you might have been ghosted. And that could be true, but I'm kind of thinking at it from another perspective, just based on how I feel about things sometimes. Um, you know, I have some friends that I lean on more than others, and, and I find myself sometimes saying, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, I'm sad today, or I'm so sorry, but I really need to talk to you. And it's almost like I feel guilty for using their time to talk about my problems. Um, and in reality, my friends care. They say, why would you say that? 
But I just know personally, if I were to end the conversation with somebody but needed to pick it up later, I would, I think I would wait for my friend to call me and say, hey, all right, let's finish talking about what we were talking about the other day. I don't think I would want to call them again to bring up my problem, so maybe he's just waiting for you to call him back. I don't know. Okay. Bye. Hey, guys. Uh, Did your mind work in cartoons like mine does? Oh, my God, I love your listener with the potato eye issue phobia because <laughs> I got the cutest cartoon of her in the grocery store. Oh, my God, my heart goes out to her. I hope I happen to be standing next to her at Trader Joe's when she needs assistance. I will help her with the potatoes and cover them up nicely with her reusable bag. <laughs> and then when Jeff said, yeah, Sean, definitely recognize a fellow gymnast. Oh, my gosh, I got a cartoon Jeff going down the street in cartwheels. Y'all have just made my whole day better. All right. Cheers. <laughs> Bye. Hey, Jeff. This is Laura. Uh, just listened to the segment this morning about your friend, and I wanted to offer a little bit of different advice than Callie did, although I do agree with her. Um, as someone who is generally considered the, quote, Yoda, and they named me that, not me, of her friend group, you mentioned for yourself that radical change is really what pushed you into your next situation and how happy you were. But even though he's saying the phrases right now that he's unhappy, but radical change is big and is scary. And if someone is not feeling really good about all that right now, they might need several more conversations about what those steps could look like. And they might need to take baby steps into what would be considered radical over time. I do hope it works out because friends like that are absolutely the best. Um, so yeah, I hope you get your friend back and I hope everything works out with him. So hope all goes well. Bye-bye. And it's a lot of times you feel like, well, am I doing the right thing? Is this really, is this good enough? Am I good enough? Am I strong enough to do this job? And then you just have to believe in yourself as much as you can. And against all odds, you just say, you know what? I'm going to just put my best foot forward and I'm going to give the world the best that I got, right? Mm-hmm. Anything is possible. 